What's up everyone? Welcome to episode 7 of Nefarious Things, our little podcast here. I, one day we'll, we'll say our just our podcast, not little. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this week, my cats, this is going to be chaotic. It's always chaotic with us though. What the fuck was that? He sneezed. <laughs> How um, you opened a bottle of pop? I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, oh this week gosh. we are going to. Okay, you gotta stop eating the garbage bag, buddy. Thank you. Um, this week we are doing the daunting task tonight of taking off almost 500 movies and adding in another 50 to the collection. So many. Um, not talking about the other 80 that have to go in and be hauled, but <laughs> we're working on it. Um, so this week we're going to keep the pod a little short. Um, we are going to mostly talk about our main movies that we have. Um, but That's my mom. We're going to pause <laughs> before we got so rudely interrupted. Thanks, mom. Anyways, um, yeah, this week we're going to keep it short because we are ripping apart the DVD collection. So... We are going to, um, if you want to see the full list of what we've watched this month, I'm going to, I don't know if you're going to, but I'm going to make a full um, what we watched in November, end of November slash December video. Um, so we're going to just quickly get into the things that we watched and then we're going to get right into our main movies this week. Um, should I go with like what we wa wait? We're watching what we mainly watched, or just other things first? Other things first. Okay, sounds good. Well, actually, do you want to start with the Jeffrey Epstein one? Okay, so the scariest movie ever to exist. It this movie was called the Scary on Sixty First or the Scary the, of the Scary of Sixty First. It was set in Jeffrey Epstein's apartment and it was just a movie of nudity, sex, conspiracy theories. But it was like made and written and starred in by like the one girl and it just seems like she's very like, I don't know, pretentious. Yeah, it seemed Comes very, up. I don't know. She's the only one that does the masturbation scenes. Y yeah. Very Ugh. strange to me. So, the scary of 61st. Yeah, it was almost like the one girl was possessed by the children that Jeffrey Epstein exploited, and it, there was some horrific dialogue choices. Oh my <laughs> god. It is. It was quite possibly the worst movie we've watched. Yeah, year. like midway through, I was like, do you want to shut it off? And you're like, no, 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 we're committed to yeah, it. Yeah, it's bad. It's not. It is not. My review was why does this exist? And I didn't even give it a rating. It was horrific. Yeah, it was bad. I don't know, a lot of people are saying they liked it and I don't know, I don't understand why. Moving on. Moving on from the stereo 61st. Cause I didn't really get through that one. Um, well, we started doing the Fast and the Furious movies because you haven't really seen those. I've only seen maybe the first like 10 minutes mm -hmm. of Tokyo Drift up until now, which I've, I've seen, I'm, so disappointed that they killed Han off. Yeah. You just can't introduce us to Han and then take him away? I definitely agree. Like, and but then they bring... I know, but it's just not the same. 
It doesn't make sense. Why would they wreck on it? Oh, anyways, <laughs> we are three movies deep into the Fast and the Furious franchise. I feel like I'm going to forego Hobbs and Shaw, but... <laughs> smart move, smart move. Um, And then we started doing Christmas horror movies for your channel. Yeah, we kind of struck out with those, but we tried. Yeah, we tried to watch good ones, but they were all not very good. Black Christmas was most, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the most influential movie of all time. Of course, of course. Um, and then Jack Frost, Death Sember. 1997 Jack Frost. Yeah, the horror movie Jack Frost. Um, but Death Sember was the poss possibly the one of the worst anthologies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Hands down, it was the worst one I've ever seen. It was so long. For why? Two and a half hours and, of anthologies. There's like we, 20 of them. 24 of them. And we had to wait a good like two hours to even see Barbara Crampton. And every one of them was bad. I mean, she thought a couple of them were decent, but I hated all of them. Yeah, a couple of them were like, okay. I fell asleep through a good chunk. Like it, <laughs> it took us two days to watch it. It was, that, that was where we kind of lost the momentum. Yeah, it was a shock. Yeah, the second day in. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the second day. Well, then we kind of hit like uh, some other ones that we really didn't like. Tree Venge. Tree Venge was the last like two and a half minutes of that sixteen-minute short film. Great. The fourteen minutes leading up to it, ridiculous. I, I agree. Um, well, we kind of want. Well, should we kind of get into... Do you want to talk about Stillborn? So we have to mention Don't Look Up really quick because that wasn't a main movie or oh. anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about those. But we did watch Don't Look Up mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve, which was a great Christmas Eve watch. Um, yeah. I thought it was fun. It was a little too long, but it was fun. It was fun. I definitely I definitely liked it, and um, I'm, I might put out, put out a review on my channel or something. Honestly, but. thinking about it more, I like it more after I think about it. Like, after watching it, I like it more now that I think about it, because now that I'm like, well, that was a really good satire, like, I, I think I took it too seriously going into it. Yeah. Um, and... I guess like we had, I think we had a lot of fun with it. There yeah. was like some things that I didn't like, but I think like it was fun though. I didn't realize my girlfriend Kate Blanchett was in it until like 45 minutes into the movie, but she looks like she has like fake teeth or something in the movie and I didn't even recognize her for a while. Yeah, but I mean, they did, most of the performances were okay. They were most really of the performances were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah most. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't like Ariana Grande being in it. No, or she was insufferable. Yeah. Kid Cudi too. I don't know. I checked out for a while there. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't like Kid Cudi because Kid Cudi's cool. Yeah, Kid Cudi's the man. Um, on the moon. Man on the moon. <laughs> um, shoot. Oh, ooh. I want to bring up how we watched Doctor Sleep because you, this is the first time you've ever seen it. Yeah, I don't know why it took me so long to watch Doctor Sleep, but last night I was absolutely enthralled watching that movie. I think I, I, I have to give it a four and a half. Um, mm -hmm. As a big fan of The Shining and just the way that the movie was shot and how beautiful some of the scenes are, just seeing those scenes recreated in this movie, oh my goodness, it was beautiful. I definitely agree. Um, and. I think I appreciated it more 
this time around watching it with you to be honest because like when i first watched it i gave it a three and a half out of five but i bumped up to a four because like and i appreciated some of the other aspects of it like on the rewatch i really like mike flanagan yeah i'm a big fan um we still have yet to watch midnight mass um, you watch that. Yeah, I feel like I was a little reluctant because I felt like it was gonna be a little bit slower, but I mm. maybe that's the pace that it needs to be scary. Um True. but with um Doctor Sleep, I the girl that played Abra, I think she did such a good job. She was such a mature character for her age. Um and the little girl she's not little, like she's the girl from the babysitter, um, that played like the lead's little friend. She was mm horrible in the second movie um did not like her in this movie at all <laughs> yeah I, I definitely agree and i thought i don't know i read the book for dr sleep like before obviously before the movie came out but i feel like i like the book more than the movie because i feel like when you I, I have you read the book the book's like i don't know when you Going into it after watching the movie, you're gonna be like, you're gonna probably picture like similar things in your head, but of like the movie. But I felt like when I read it, I had a whole different mindset of like how the characters operated and like the way Stephen King like fleshed out the story was a little bit better than I thought that like Mike Flanagan would, did with like the adaption. But I guess his version of it was like pretty cool, you know. Yeah. I think he did a good job with it. Yeah, I love the effects in it. Yeah. The only scene that I didn't like the effects for was when Rose was like floating in the sky. It looked really cheap. Um, mm. But that's the only, that's like, that's where I lost points for me. Because if it wasn't for that scene, like, I think I would have gave it a five. Yeah. No, I, I figured you were going to like it, to be honest. <laughs> that's why I was like, you haven't seen this? Like, I feel like this is going to be. And I, I have it. I have two <laughs> copies of the book. Oh my gosh. Well, um,. Did you want to get into our main movies? Or do you want to talk about Deep Water Horizon at all? Yeah, um, that was another movie that Alex suggested was Deep Water Horizon. I mm -hmm. like I like war movies. I like natural disaster movies sometimes, but this one was like a true story that felt like it needed to be told. Mm -hmm. Um, and it felt like like once it got to the end credits and it showed like how many people were actually impacted by this it was like i was broken <laughs> literally even getting into like the after effects of like the disaster yeah still being felt today around the world you yeah. surprised yeah pretty crazy i loved it though that was a that was a really good watch a really good pick trying to get my parents to watch it because they love movies like that and they like yeah. milk mar milk mark Wahlberg. milk 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 <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I kind of liked, I, I mean, I really liked that one. I gave it a four and a half actually. Yeah. I thought it was really good, especially with the way they kept it true to the story at least. Somehow. And it didn't look like any of it was cheaply done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it took me so long to watch that, like two or three years after it came out, to finally watch that because it was like, that year that that came out was like they the same director dropped like two other movies or like another movie that same year with Mark Wahlberg same type of character where he's like saving the dead day was type it Lone shit. Survivor? No. Was it too early? That's way too early. That was like twenty twelve. No. I liked Lone Survivor. Yeah, Lone Survivor was good, but they put out like a I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about it. Someone else that directed a Mark Wahlberg movie the same year, but it was like not. It was like that movie was not good great compared to this one and i thought he, he just like i don't know 
I, I mean, Mark Wahlberg is Mark Wahlberg. He did he did the Mark Wahlberg like in this movie. Yeah, he did. He, just, he gave he us Mark and really, Mark. Yeah, he just did it really good, and I, I don't know. I really, I really like it. I, love, I like the movie. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's intense. The whole movie, like, and then at the end, you're bawling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time with that one, but it was really good. It was worth the watch. I agree. Thanks for watching, Melanie. Thanks for watching with me. Um, well, let's get into our main movie. Our main movies. Our main movie this week was The French Dispatch. Yeah, true. Yes! I loved it. Oh my gosh. Ah, I think yeah. I liked it more than you did. Well, no, that's not that's not the case. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. I thought it was a really, 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 really good movie. I am a big fan of Wes Anderson. Mm -hmm. I love... you. I know that you said that it was kind of like, oh, he just kind of made these decisions to put change the aspect ratios and add color, but I think that every opportunity that he had to change the aspect ratios and to add a little bit of color, like, I appreciated every single time yeah. that happened. I, I liked it. It just felt, I don't know, it felt like a little overdone at some points and I just didn't understand. I don't know. I, I felt like he was just kind of forcing it at some parts, but that's why, that's the only real thing I disliked about it. I will only agree with you for the last segment because I didn't like the last segment until almost the end of it mm. but the second segment with timothy chalamet i don't even like mm -hmm. timothy chalamet mm -hmm. but that segment was amazing francis mcdormand was amazing yeah i thought i thought the acting in the movie was really good i thought the way that they set it up with like the set like the sets it felt like some of it felt like it was kind of like a play almost, and they were moving the sets around like while they were doing it. Yeah. And I really liked that. And like, I loved how it felt like an anthology. It felt mm. like its own little anthology. I'm a big fan of anthologies. Um, Bill Murray and Owen Wilson in the beginning, kind of like setting up the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Moss was in it. Like we got Great some cast. really, yeah, Great it was cast. amazing. Yeah. I, I really, I actually really did like it. I gave it a four out of five on Letterboxd. I'd have to give that one a four and a half again. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. I yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what you guys, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. And, and I liked, I liked that it wasn't like four hours long, you know, like every movie that we watch now, it's like two, I three hours long. I still probably would have loved it if it was four hours no, long. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, it, it felt refreshing to get a good movie and not have it be like an epic, like three Dude. hour long, like epic, like yeah. Star Wars type thing. Yes. I'm just glad that we got like something good and it was like digestible and like, you know, at a good like pacing and, and like runtime and stuff. Yeah. But um, almost all the Death Sember had no right to be two and a half hours. No. If we're going to make a two and a half hour make, movie, make it the French Dispatch. Why would you make it Death Sember, you know? Yeah. Why would no, you even give them the right to do that? I absolutely agree. If you're going to make a movie, <laughs> you got to put the same amount of love and effort that Lars von Trier did when he made the oh five-hour epic Nicomania. <laughs> and if you're not, then I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to make that the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You are ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have to watch that for the pod. Well, we have to do all our, Lars von Trier. Well, let's, let's definitely watch that for the pod. Depression Trilogy. Oh my gosh. Ooh, 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 my favorite, my apps. I fucking... Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> oh my god. I'm excited to get <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're ridiculous. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god, you doing the jerk? <laughs> Insert club beer. <laughs> Can you believe I, I did it? Every time I felt myself doing it, I was like, oh! <laughs> you did it like really good, like one for like a split second. What? That happened. Oh, you had the best? Oh my god. I didn't know that you bumped everything over, but that's okay. It was so fun. It was so fun though. Wrapping up with the French Dispatch, we loved it. Yep, I thought it was fun. I thought it was quirky. I thought it was very well cast. I loved the script. I loved how off the rails everything was. Francis gave us a wonderful performance. Yeah. True. Loved it. Loved it. Family. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the next one that I wanted to talk about was The Night House. Which was a surprising watch because what was that movie called with Elizabeth Moss and Marc Duplass? The one I love, I think. Yes, like that. that's the one where they had a house where it was like an alternate reality. Yeah. And it was alternate versions of them mm -hmm. in the house. That's where I thought this movie was leading. I thought it was kind of going to give us she was the ghost in the night house mm -hmm. being the ghost in the other house. But it wasn't like that. And oh, yeah, I appreciate that. I loved the night house. I thought it was... I, it was something else. Yeah, it was pretty suspenseful. Yeah, I liked it. and um, the lead, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but she played Rebecca in- Rebecca Hall. Yeah, she played in a movie called- um, Iron Man 3. Nope. King Kong versus Godzilla. The town. Catherine? Nope. The gift. Nope. Christine! Oh, yeah. Christine, she played in a movie called Christine where she what played the female oh. news anchor. Um, who wasn't getting uh, what she wanted at, I haven't seen this. It's really good. Um, at, like, she wanted to get, like, more hard-hitting stories, but they wouldn't give it to her. So she shot herself in the head on live TV. And it was a true story. Um, a fantastic movie. First one that ever did it. Yeah, so that, um, seeing her in that and then going to this role, I, I'm not realizing she was in so many other movies that I've seen. Um, yeah, but true. Yeah, she was really good in this movie. I, re I I got her confused, I think, in The Gift with Carrie Coon. I really like Carrie Coon. Who's Carrie Coon? Which one's that? She was in, I believe, the first season of The Sinner. Um, but she was the Gone Girl. She was the sister of Gone Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. Yeah, we like her. We like her. We stand. Yeah. True, true, true. So you like The Night House? Yeah. I, I was a mess by the end. I was in tears by the end. Yeah. <sighs> I give it a four out of five. I really, I really liked the performances, and I thought it was pretty suspenseful. It was a good story, pretty yeah. original. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, and then the last one that we were going to talk about was um, Eight-Legged Eight Freaks, which was my DVD pick from last yeah. week, which is always a fun movie. Um, this yeah. one reminds me of the. Um, Mars Attacks. That's like the, that's that's what I kind of grouped this movie in. I know I believe this one was also um, Tim Burton, wasn't it? No, no, that was just Mars Attacks. Yeah, no. I Th don't this know. reminds me of some like big like arachnophobia type vibes. Not even just funny. like yeah, like stupid. 
all the movies around that time were coming out, but that was like more towards the end of their time. Like like Anaconda. Yeah. Was it, kind of funny, but it's like about like killing like crazy big things, killing people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those type of and but then there was like B ones, like B movies. But we Sharknado. Sharknado, exactly. Perfect example. And then there's like they keep they're still making those and they're kind of like rip-offs of other movies. Yeah. Like, um every time you every time you go on like any website the where if. Yeah, or like <laughs> even honestly like I remember back in the day Netflix used to pick up movies like this and it'd be like some kind of like knockoff of like a movie that you wanted to B see. B-Man versus Ant Kong. Like, yeah, literally. Like <laughs> it'll be like Kong versus Godzilla versus Sharknado. Yeah, it's like, like okay, it's that type of movie. You know what I that's mean? That's exactly what I picture. Yeah. But I don't know why I grew up into the Mars Attacks. But these, yeah, well, these movies were big back then, and this was. I feel like this was kind of like when it was dying off, like those type, what people liking this type of stuff. Peak David Arquette vibes. Yeah. What I thought this, I thought Eat Like Freaks was fun, was a fun watch. Yeah, I remember the first time that I saw it, I was very young and I was like, oh, I want more of this. <laughs> <laughs> Killing spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Killer spiders. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. What would you rate Eight Legged Freaks? I think I would give it a solid two and a half. Um, I would give it three and a half for the nostalgia rating, but it's not like, technically speaking, it's not better than like a two and a half. Yeah. I gave Maybe Fast even a Fear. three. Well, I gave Fast and Furious a five star rating, so there's that. Yeah. But I mean, it's more for the nostalgia and a Paul Walker and you know the vibes. Yeah. It's like a comfort movie kind of thing. Like you give your comfort movies high ratings. Just yeah. Sex Drive five out of five. Sex Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Boys in it. The Ramish. Oh Come God. on. <laughs> Good Boys. Good Boys five out of five. <laughs> Oh my god. When they're like, what is Coom? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is so good. What is Coom? <laughs> you kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, what shall we pick for our main movie for next week? Um... The Matrix Resurrection. The Matrix Resurrection. Unless House of Gucci comes out where we can, where we're able to actually view it, um, like at home possibly, um, we'll watch that. So the Matrix Resurrections will be our main movie for next week. What is your pick? Good question. Um, so my pick is gonna be Prisoners of the Ghostland with Nicolas Cage. Which is, it's been on my watch list, even though I don't really like Nicolas Cage, it's on my watch list. We love Rage Cage in this house. I believe, I think EJ, who was on my podcast when I was doing my own my own podcast, like he, I think he was the one that recommended that to me. But that was a long time ago. I thought, I thought he recommended something like that to me. I feel like, I feel like I know what he recommended to you. I feel like he recommended you the short film that I recommended to you. Which one was that? Where the guys, one of their friends just up and left and went to them to be like a shooter and he did, hang on. And they all wore superhero masks. It's a very short documentary, but it was called Something of a Ghostland. Oh, uh, yeah, Incident in the Ghostland. No, Incident in the Ghostland is the one I wanted you to watch. That's a horror movie. Something like Prisoners of the Ghost. Well, no, it's something Ghostland. I know what you're talking about. Ghosts of Sugarland. 
That's the one. Give us sugar. Man. Yeah. A group of suburban Muslims must reconcile in the disappearance of a close friend thought to have joined ISIS and learn to live with the consequences of his actions. Mm. Very good. It's very short. Highly recommend. We'll have to watch that's that. what that's what you made me think of, but it might have been Incident in a Ghostland that he recommended because I really liked that movie. That was from the director of Martyrs. Oh really? Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't I didn't see that one, but I remember hearing that. I watched it because it was on one day. I just left on Shutter TV, and that came on, and it was so good. Yeah. Um. So my movie pick is <clears throat> number two hundred and seventy-two this week. So I'm gonna go and grab is that DVD. Two seventy-five. Two seventy-two. Are you sure? Let's look. Oh, 275. Ugh, you're annoying. <laughs> I skipped a movie and I went to 274 because 275 was The Phantom of the Opera with Fiona from Shameless and I did not want to watch that. Fiona? Yeah. But I love Fiona. Emmy Rossum? Yeah, I just didn't want to watch The Phantom of the Opera this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch the Poseidon movie, which he's in. <laughs> oh my god. So anyways, the movie right next to it was something very exciting, something I haven't seen, something from In Search of Darkness, Phantasm. And I am very excited for this one. Yeah? Mm -hmm. There's like six of these. Really? Yeah. I actually, I've never seen that, so I'm excited. There's a little ball and it goes into different things, and I think it's like a little anthology movie. Um, if I'm not mistaken. I'm excited. Sent Deadly Sentinel Spheres. I'm surprised I haven't seen that because that looks like it's a classic, you know? Oh yeah. Um, I'm so happy that I have this in my collection and I'm so excited that we get to watch it this week. You seen that one? No. No? No. I just oh. know a lot about it because of In Search of Darkness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that wraps up, uh, the pod for this week. Yeah. Do you have any other recommendations or no? Um, that's okay if not. We already gave us gave him one. You know what? My recommendation this week is to go check out anything by David Cronenberg. Good call. And we actually, well, we speaking of, we just watched The Brood. Before we go, we watched The Brood for the first time, and it was pretty good. Yep. And we picked out Videodrome to watch. Yeah. And the reason why I thought of that is because I have the book Consumed that I have not got to yet, but I heard it's very good. Um, by David Cronenberg, so that's why I would like to give that as a recommendation. I also want to watch the spider movie that you have over there. Yep, I got lots of those, lots of David Cronenberg in my collection. True. <laughs> um, well, with that, we'll sign off, I guess. Yep, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to check out the pod if you'd like to keep up with us. We have to do better with keeping up with you. Um, <laughs> well, it's okay. We'll, we've been cranking out a lot of content, you know, yep. like elsewhere and on your channel. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's okay. If you guys want more of us, definitely check out your channel. Like, we're on there. Yep. Um, my main channel, my second channel, there's reviews of us on his channel. Yeah. True. So, we Dropping are... another one. We're everywhere. Unfavorable. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Sayonara. 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 Sayon